Welcome to Bulgaria 101, a foreigner's handbook, the podcast designed to help you as much as I can in regard for second country. I'm Mr. B, a too long time resident here in Bulgaria, and I'm here to share my hard earned knowledge and mistakes. I'm going to keep this episode short, around 15 minutes. I'll cover the most important things you need to know, essential things. What to do if a cup stops you, what to do if you find yourself in a Bulgarian hospital, what scams are here, because there are lots of scammers, how to find a good handyman to fix your apartment, how to find a good apartment and what things to avoid, what areas to avoid, what regions to avoid and so on. In this episode we're going to talk about immigration. Immigration to Bulgaria is easier than most countries, which is a nice thing to do. Compare this to immigration to UK or uh, some other European country, I don't know. It is easy. So you, you come here and you get very good business deal. You have low taxes. Your kids have an okay education if you want to pay a little bit for it. No one will stab you and steal your mobile phone when you return at night from a party. Hopefully. If you stay away from bad areas, and I will tell you which areas are bad and which areas are good in some other episode. Now, if I were to pick between Paris, London, Brussels and Sofia, I would pick Sofia 100%. Dividend and capital gains is 5% and there's a 10% uh, tax on your income so around 15 percent your business probably won't survive in denmark austria or france but here you can get to keep some money that you make okay now if you're a a eu citizen or you have a residence permit from another eu country you don't need anything anything simple as that you come you can rent a place you can start uh, do your business here simple as that now if you plan to Uh, get employed here or pay some medical insurance or do some other things you need to have a tax id number uh, called lenche or tin or i don't know what kind of number uh, they will uh, change it because every time a a new minister comes they want to to change some stuff like uh, they want to leave their mark like a dog pissing on a tree and they change some stuff but usually you have like an id number which you can pay taxes it was called lenche now it's tin who knows what in a couple of years what it will be you you have to go to take it when you will go to to take it if you plan to do this yourself you will encounter the first stupidity of bulgarian bureaucracy so when you go there at, at the desk you will be lucky if you meet someone working there speaks english and wants to help you because some of them speak english but they are embarrassed embarrassed to speak it the women there at the desk are super annoyed they will ridicule you this is normal you have to to get used to it it's not like uh, they are there to serve you you know <laughs> they work on minimal salary uh, they have maybe a couple of years before the pension and no one is going to fire them it's uh, it's very common to, to, to get yelled at and ridiculed if you, if you go do official stuff with official government employees. In any case, you have some choices. Personally, I would pay a, a lawyer 50 euro or how much they want to do this operation for me. If you if you decide here to stay longer and uh, you, you plan to yeah, stay more than six months, it is required for you to get uh, like sort of ID. And for this, you need to have a rent contract, bank document saying that you have some money on you. And the procedure is a little bit more complicated. Then you need to have uh, to go 
to uh, some agency and wait there at the queue a couple of times and to get your photo taken, etc. Uh, this process is a little bit more uh, complicated and I would strongly advise you to contact a lawyer for this operation. Now, if you're not a EU citizen, you have two types of visa, type C, short stay, where you can stay for a little bit here and uh, like set up business and see how things are going. This visa is about 80 euro to get. And you basically need uh, like a plane ticket or a booking at a hotel. And you have to have 50 euro per day for each day of your stay in your bank account. You go to the consulate or embassy near uh, near one to your country, the Bulgarian consulate uh, that is nearest to your country. If you don't have one in your country, you fill an application, you give a couple of photos and that is it. If you need a visa type D, if you plan to study or do business here, you need to have to meet some requirements. You need either to get an offer or employment or the university to say, yes, you're going to study there because you're accepted, because you have uh, good marks in your country. Because if you don't have good marks in your country, um, you, you won't get uh, this visa. You are a journalist or you want to have a freelance activity here. You want to uh, open a business here. You either go for a longer medical treatment. You are even a retired. If you have a high enough pension, you can get this visa if you want to retire here. And uh, other cases that you can find on Google or a lawyer can tell you. At the time of this recording, um, you need the following. You need to have a visa application photos, a valid passport, evidence uh, that you have enough funds to sustain yourself in Bulgaria. If you have around 4,000 euro in your bank account, it, it is enough. <clears throat> you have to have proof of medical insurance, private medical insurance in Bulgaria. You have a proof of accommodation like a lease agreement or a rental contract in Bulgaria. You have to have a criminal background check and that you didn't do any criminal activities. You have to pay the fee, visa fee, which is around 200 euro. And maybe they will call you for an interview where they can check you. You are a normal person without criminal intent. In my opinion, it, you can't do this without a lawyer. But if you want to try to save some money, you you can try to do this process alone. Um, since getting a visa or, or a residence permit re requires you to have a rental contract in place, please go to episode number five called housing, where I discuss best places to live and what to avoid, or continue with episode number two, where we discuss cost of living and we break down the cost of living in Bulgaria. Thank you for listening to me and see you on the next episode. For uh, the immigration process and visa, I recommend you to get a lawyer. Now, if you don't know any lawyer and you don't want to search online, I have a couple of recommendations. Just write me an email. You can find my email in the podcast description. Briefly explain your situation and I will forward it to, to a law agency. Now, 
uh, they work on uh, no visa, no money for them. They will only get paid if you get the visa. I say it's a pretty good deal. Write me an email if you decide that you want help. Thank you. Mm -hmm.